Hi, everyone. Guess who just sat here for 25 minutes overthinking what she was going to say in this podcast and has been literally rotting here in my chair thinking about how I wanted (laughs) to start off this episode when I really should have just hit record. Anyway, that person was me. I tend to do that sometimes where I will be ready to film or ready to record a podcast. I know what the episode's going to be about. I'm very excited about it. And then as soon as I actually get ready to hit record all of (laughs) all of the words in my head all the thoughts just leave me and i feel like the same thing happens whenever i used to do public presentations or public speaking i would have not one thought in my head not one and leading up to that i had so many ideas i would be like oh my gosh i know exactly what i want to say that's how i felt about recording this episode i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited i have so much on my mind to share and yet here i am right now blank slate anyway i hope you're having a good wednesday whenever you are listening to this i know that a lot of you don't listen to these podcast episodes the day they are posted which is fine but whatever day you're listening to this on i hope you are having a good day so far if you're not hopefully this episode will cheer you up i have a feeling it's gonna be a juicy one and let me just say those are my favorite recently i feel like there's been an interesting shift in my podcast content recently because i feel like at first it was so heavily inspirational and lately that just hasn't been my mood i definitely do want to get more back into that because there are episodes that i want to kind of talk about that are more on the personal side not super story time based and i'm really excited to kind of balance out my content with that again but right now i have just been fiending for drama-filled podcast episodes just like these story time ones and that's why i've been doing so many so hopefully they've been keeping you entertained i'm gonna keep this short and sweet there basically is no life update (laughs) right now just because i feel like last week for me was super social and fun and then this week the social calendar was absolutely barren So I guess you could call that balance, but I literally have not seen anyone this week other than my parents and my dog. Speaking of my dog, my mom just sent over some really cute pictures of Coda. And I feel like this is a relatable issue when you don't live at home, but you have a pet at home. It's very painful to receive photos or videos of them, but also necessary because you want to see them. But it also just makes it worse because you're like, frick, I wish I was there. If you live away from home or you're in college, you definitely understand that if you have a dog or a cat at home, it is so hard leaving them. So right now I'm about to cry looking at these cute little pictures. But anyway, on another note though, I have been soaking up some of the last moments of summer. I feel like summer after August is pretty much over. I love August. August is such an interesting month because I feel like June and July are so hectic with it's summer, let's go crazy. But then August is kind of that transitional month. I don't know. I just love the vibe of August. I feel like it's the last little month of summer to soak it all in. And so recently I have been trying to make it more of a priority, even if it's just for an hour or half an hour, whatever, to just go to the beach if it's a nice day. Because I have this tendency, I will overwhelm my stuff with things to do, and then I will not leave my apartment in a day, or I just will not get outside, and then my mood just plummets. And I don't know, I just noticed such a direct correlation between going outside, having a little dip in the ocean, soaking up some vitamin D, soaking up that sunshine, you know what I mean, And even if it's not a full beach day, it doesn't have to be. I've just been really trying to have a better work-life balance, I guess you could say, because sometimes I just don't make time to do things that make me really happy. I also understand that not everyone lives close by a beach, so you can't just hop on over, say if you live two to three hours away from one. That, I do not know how you deal with. (laughs) I cannot imagine living, I cannot imagine living in a land-enclosed state. That, that like does not process to me because I feel like even wherever I've traveled before, it's always been to states that are on a coast like California or even New York. You can kind of see the Atlantic Ocean and stuff. So what's the word I'm looking for? I've heard people use it. Landlocked. That's the word. I've never... Have I ever been to a landlocked state? I think so. Yeah, I have because I went to Utah once. I don't know if I've been to... Yes, wait. <laughs> My mind is a blank right now. Anyway, if you live in a landlocked state, that is so interesting to me. I I wonder, I go, I wonder what your life is like because that doesn't process to me. What also freaks me out is when I'm in states that are just super flat because especially in Hawaii, there's mountains wherever, not wherever you look, but pretty much wherever you are, 
there's probably a mountain in sight or you can see the ocean, whatever. And I've only, there's only been a few instances where I've been in like a super flat state and that just is crazy to me. Anyway, I don't know why I'm going off about this right now, but if you do not live in a place that has a beach nearby, maybe you have a lake, a river, I don't know, just go outside. Sometimes when you're overwhelmed with stuff to do, it's very easy to just kind of sit in that and get very overwhelmed and stressed. But hey, I feel like we all have at least 20 to 30 minutes to give to go outside, do something outside in nature. I don't know, whatever. Enjoy the last little bit of summer. I kind of popped off here for no reason. So anyway, something I am loving right now. I really want to have this be a consistent segment in my podcast episodes. This is kind of... (laughs) Okay, so I am... You know, before I never used to be... A rea- not a reality show person, but like a dating show type of person. My friends have always loved The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I have just never been into those until recently. And let me tell you, I love dating shows. I haven't watched Love Island. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I'd like it, but maybe I, I feel like I'm just scared to get addicted to a new show because that is just a very dangerous situation for me. But the other day when my best friend was over, she was like, you need to watch this. It's on HBO Max. It's called F-Boy Island. (laughs) Let me tell you, this concept is genius. They basically have a group of, I think, 24, 26 F-Boys and nice guys. So there's half nice guys in the group and there's half F-Boys. So players and the good guys. And there's three girls and it's their job to figure out who the F boys are, who the nice guys are, and they don't tell them which one they are. And basically the prize is to be the final one that the girl picks to be with. And there's three girls, so there's three winners, whatever. It's really interesting. And I binge watched this show so quickly. Season two finale just came out and I was shocked. Basically, it's just been a very fun show to kind of unwind with. It's very mindless. And there's also something so alluring about watching girls on television, watching women on television, try to decipher who are the F boys, who are the nice guys, because I feel like that would be such a fun game to play. I mean, no, because some of them end up getting hurt. But I feel like the concept is pretty different from other dating shows and I really liked it. So anyway, I just finished that, but that is something I was loving. It was such an easy show to watch and I don't know, it was really silly. There really is no point to it and it definitely didn't stimulate my mind, but that's not what I wanted. Sometimes when I'm in front of the TV, I don't want to be stimulated. I don't want to watch educational content. I just want to rot in front of the TV and watch a silly little dating show and that's what I did and I'm not gonna feel guilty about it and that is why I'm telling you about it if you feel like you'd be interested in that concept it's on like I said HBO Max so that's something I was really liking anyway on to today's episode it is college season it's school season whether you're going back to high school maybe you're going to college for the first time maybe you've been in college for a while it's back to school season I don't know how the frick we got here but somehow the time has come and I'm so sorry But hey, that just means that there's more fun story time content coming up. I kind of want to do a series, not like a series, but I think it'd be fun to do like crazy wild college stories, whatever. I don't know. I think that'd be fun. So today we're starting off with wild college roommate stories. I feel like a few college themed episodes are in order here. So we're starting off with that. If you are a first year college student, I hope this episode doesn't scare you too much because I feel like for every crazy roommate situation, there's 20 more amazing roommate situations. So just let this episode be purely entertainment. I have not read any of these yet. So these are gonna be as much of a shock and surprise to you as they are to me. I'm so excited to read these. I already just feel so much sympathy for people who have gone through crazy roommate situations. I have never had a roommate. And so I'm so curious to see these entries from you guys. If you want to participate in future episodes like this, I always say it, but I feel like sometimes people miss out on submitting their entry, but basically just follow the podcast Instagram and stay tuned to the stories because we always let you guys know when episodes are coming up like this. So yeah, let me know what other kind of college story episodes you would want to hear in the future since it's that time of year. 
I'm so excited. I have a feeling this is about to be juicy, so let's get into it. Hi, Ava. I don't think I enjoy listening to someone talk as much as I enjoy listening to you. You are now a part of my drive most mornings. Love from South Africa. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. So here's my story. I had a roommate in a shared house in uni that had absolutely no boundaries. I do not like where this is going. I feel like... Given I have never had a roommate, but I feel like if I did, I feel like the number one priority would be to set boundaries. So I am scared to read the rest. Let's keep reading. And I'm not talking eating your food, borrowing your clothes boundaries. I'm talking walks in while you're in the bath completely nude and just comes and sits and asks you random questions. After I awkwardly try and answer and get her out, her brother walks past the door and fully stares and makes eye contact. Okay. I am scared. I don't know what the hell that family was into, but I was glad to get the hell out. Um, how long were you with this roommate? (laughs) That is so uncomfortable. You know, I feel like for some people, they are totally fine being naked in front of other people or like seeing naked people. Like they don't even care. Like it doesn't even register to them that someone's naked. It's just... Like, they have no boundaries like that. I feel like everyone's different and has different, you know, boundaries with that type of stuff. But that's kind of weird that I feel like she definitely probably caught your vibe that you were highly uncomfortable. Do I say uncomfortable weird? Sometimes I say uncomfortable and sometimes I say uncomfortable. Do you hear the difference in that? I don't know. I don't know. I am so, I would be so disturbed by this happening. I don't know how long you lived with this person, but that's so awkward that her brother walked past. I don't like that. I'm glad you got out of that situation. In the future, lock your doors, lock the bathroom doors. That is unfortunate because maybe it'd be a different story if you were also fine with that and it wasn't weird. It probably wasn't weird for her if she was just like, whatever, you're naked, I don't care. I am so sorry you had to experience that, queen, but I'm glad you got out. Hi, Ava. First, I wanted to say I love your podcast. Second, here's my crazy roommate story. I'm in college, and last year, I lived in an on-campus house with five of my friends, two of them now being ex-friends. Things went pretty good the beginning of the school year, but spring semester, things started to turn bad. Two of our housemates are twin sisters. I won't use their names, I'll just say the twins. The twins are really mean people. They would talk shit behind our backs about us and make mean comments. They would share information about our personal lives with other people. They did so much, but I won't get into detail about that. You get the gist. The crazy part of the story is that we found out that they were recording us. Uh, Oh, I do not like that. That is my biggest fear. My biggest fear is someone recording my conversations with them, especially if we're like, you know, talking it, talking it up, talking about something personal, talking about someone else. (laughs) Like that is my worst fear to be recorded. The phones must go away. You know, if if it's like with your friends and you guys are discussing something, you guys are debriefing about a situation, about someone, no recording, obviously. Okay, that's weird. They would leave their phone flipped over and walk out of the room and record conversations they weren't a part of. Wow, so they are sneaky, okay. They wanted to see if we were talking shit about them because they sensed things were off and they didn't want to just ask us. We only know of this happening twice, but it probably happened more times. A whole confrontation broke out about it and then we kept our distance. We knew we didn't want to be friends with the twins anymore as they are terrible people, so we went to housing to get out of living with them the following year. We had a mediation with an RA in which we officially ended our friendship and then we awkwardly lived together in silence the rest of the semester. Thankfully, we do not have to live with them come August. Thank you for listening to my story. Oh my gosh, the worst part is that you guys like lived awkwardly in silence for the rest of the semester because that is so uncomfortable. How do you exist peacefully in your own home after this happens? See, that's why living with friends can sometimes be such a sticky situation if something happens. I mean, I've heard horror stories about living with friends in general because once it turns sour, things just plummet downhill quickly. But that is crazy that they were recording you. I mean honestly it's not the craziest thing (laughs) it's not the craziest thing i've ever heard it sucks because you can't even have conversations in your own home without being recorded so that is like a privacy breach but also i feel i mean i don't know if i'm crazy because i feel like would i do maybe i would have done something like this back in high school i wouldn't do something like this now i feel like my intuition would be strong enough to know if someone was talking about me i wouldn't have to 
go through that whole process of trying to record them. But you know what? I would probably do that to like a guy, but not my roommates, my peers, you know? I don't know. Am I sounding crazy? I'm going to stop talking, but I hope that you guys were never exposed in these conversations. Hi, Ava. (laughs) My favorite thing is when people spell my name with an E because it's just clearly not. I mean, I don't take offense to it. I just think it's funny because so many people spell it with an E. Anyway, hi, Eva. EVA. (laughs) First of all, I love your podcast. I look forward to them every week. I have an insane story to share with you. Perfect, girl queen. Let's read. I became friends with this girl in my first year of college. First year was great and we became really close. We decided to become roommates in our second year, and this is when red flags started to appear. Maybe I should have seen them earlier because she would always say she had never had any friends. (gasps) First of all, she had narcissist behavior traits. For example, all she would do all day was come into my room to go look at herself in the mirror. She would also walk around talking down on other people and saying how ugly they all were compared to her and would sometimes even say racist things. Okay, her red flags are popping out. Do not ask me why, but we moved in together again in our last year, and this is when things got really bad she would hang out in my room and sometimes her boyfriend would come in and they would start making out on the floor or they would leave their door open so that people could hear them Mm-mm. she would also go around and tell people i was jealous of her life and how pretty she was wow this girl really loves herself and she's taking that to the next level okay long story short i decided to tell her i did not want to be friends anymore and blocked her while she was away for a couple of weeks right before we had to move out of college She ended up coming back for moving out day with her parents, and as I was walking down the hallway and saw her, her mother aggressively sprinted towards me, and as I was hurrying to get into my room, she kicks the door open and screams, I have to talk to her slash be friends with her daughter because she has no one else. My boyfriend was there as well, and he of course told her to leave. The situation escalated with her father deciding he wanted to fight my boyfriend. I am so confused. This is a movie. Okay. My boyfriend had to calm them all down because they were all so worked up and I had called my parents crying that I was scared. So they had to call the college reception who ended up sending the housemaster over. He asked them if he needed to call the police, which did not end up happening, but they all moved out as quickly as possible while I was hiding in my room and left. Hope you enjoyed this story. Moral of the story, do not become friends with a narcissist. That was a roller coaster, girl. Um, I'm glad you made it out safe and alive because that situation with her parents, that's so scary. If your boyfriend wasn't there, like would he what what would have happened? I don't know. That is just crazy when parents get involved with stuff like that because it's like, uh <laughs> what do you want me to do? Your daughter is crazy. That's actually kind of nuts though, that the mom was telling you you need to be friends with her because she has no one else. Oof. I go, that whole family is kind of given red flags when i read stories like this it is just crazy to me you lasted what three four years living with this person that is nuts like how do you how do you live with someone in general who you're not compatible with who you just don't feel good around i cannot imagine that so you deserve an award for that one glad you made it out alive For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took Spanish for two years and learned quite a lot, but unfortunately it never really stuck. And since then I've always been like, okay, I'll learn sometime again in the future, but I didn't really know where to start. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized, language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I'm relearning Spanish again because I still remember a good amount of it from high school and I feel like it's such a widely spoken language that can hopefully help me connect with more people when I travel. So for the past two-ish months, I would say, I've been doing Babbel's 15 minutes lessons every night. It's very doable and not intimidating, which is a huge factor for me. They actually make their lessons really fun, but still informative. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts, and it also comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So, you can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com mind. That's babbel.com mind for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Definitely check it out. 
Hey, Ava, my freshman year of college, I lived with three roommates in a townhouse. One of them was from a rural town nearby and was a bit more rambunctious than the rest of us, to say the least. One of the things she brought to the house was a set of knives. (laughs) I don't like where this is going. (laughs) I quickly found out that they were throwing knives. So for Halloween, she bought a big pumpkin and would throw knives at it in our kitchen. I would sometimes hear knives clanking on the ground and wake up to find pumpkin shreds all over our kitchen floor and a pumpkin stabbed with knives. Okay, coping mechanisms. (laughs) That is interesting. It was hard to tell her nicely to stop because she was my teammate on the swim team and the other guys on our team thought it was so cool and fun. I was mortified. This was also the year when we had a mouse problem and I'm sure you can connect the dots as to why. Anyway, congrats on the success of your podcast. I look forward to listening on my hot girl walks every Wednesday. That is so nice. Thank you. But also, I'm glad you made it out unscathed because, I mean, on the bright side, at least the knives were for throwing at pumpkins and not you know, you, because that would be a different story. But maybe this was like an anger thing. Maybe this person liked throwing knives. I don't know. Isn't that kind of a sport, right? I don't know. To do that in the house though. (laughs) Oh, I feel like my mother would kill me. See, I feel like when people move out of their house, they're just like, "Hmm, I have no rules. And with roommates, you know, it's not like you're with your parents. So even though there should be mutual respect, no one can really say what you can and can't do. So that's always like a weird thing to navigate, I feel like. But I am just glad and happy for you that this story did not go in the way that I thought it was going to when you mentioned knives. Clearly, I just hear way too many crazy things because I really thought this was about to be a murder story, but it's not. And I'm glad for you. Okay, this one is titled Brace Yourself, Criminal Activity Involved. So I'm curious, let's hop in. Hey queen, obsessed with you. Thank you for making this podcast. I've loved following your little journey and cheering you on along the way. That is so sweet. Okay, this one is wild, brace yourself. All right, buckle up bitches. (laughs) I'm sitting down, I'm braced, let's get into this. So I transferred to a new university my sophomore year of college and another girl who we will call Bruno because we don't talk about Bruno, okay? (laughs) Also transferred in with me and we were roomies. So all seems fine, we become pretty good friends and hang out a bunch since it's still quarantine college, so we love that. We had mutual friends and there were no real red flags. She did leave a bunch to go see her boyfriend at another nearby school, but I didn't think much of it since she was leaving and I had the room to myself most weekends. Towards the end of our sophomore year, she left for weeks and didn't say anything to me. I assumed she was with her boyfriend. We had class online because of COVID, so she would make do with not showing up in person at school. I went on with my life and assumed that she was fine because I didn't care enough to care. Then when it was time to leave, she came, took all her things, left, and didn't say a word to me. And at this point, we were supposed to live together next year during our junior year. My entire family and myself was weirded out and didn't think she would return next year, but she did. We became close again after she explained last year was hard for her and everything was okay again. We had three other roommates. Holy shit. See, that is something that's crazy to me. Five girls in one house. How does that work (laughs) long term? I see, like, I do not know how I would exist in that situation. I mean, I feel like I would have to adapt and I probably would, but five girls. Anyway, I'm so sorry, but that is just always appalling to me, especially when I hear about people who live in sorority houses with tons of females. I'm just like, holy shit, that is a lot of feminine energy. And you know, girls be getting crazy sometimes. Anyway, moving on. As the semester went on, Bruno never went to class. We noticed, but we're so busy with our own college lives, we didn't really mention it. Later in the fall, the academic dean of the school came to our door looking for Bruno, asking why she hasn't been going to class. We all were like, WTF was that about Bruno? And she said, yeah, I don't go to class. Um, WTF. So anyways, she tells us she has some big medical thing, but doesn't tell us what it is. So we are all confused with her deal. Soon she starts drinking way more often than usual bottles every night smoking, waking us up in the middle of the night, during school nights, and being reckless in our apartment. Eventually, enough was enough, and after we addressed these things to her, still no change. 
She was invading our privacy and boundaries after we clearly communicated to stop. So I called student life at my school because that was the only thing I knew to do. I also forgot to mention that as the spring semester started, Bruno's name was no longer in our student portal and we were all like, huh? But she said it was an issue with housing and was figuring it out so we had no real reason to worry. Even the RA didn't think she was supposed to be in our apartment but was like, okay, when Bruno said it was a housing issue. So I called student life and when they asked for her name, I told them and they said, she is not a student at said university. They contacted her and by the next day, she was literally gone from our apartment with no word at all. We asked multiple times throughout the year if she was supposed to be here because not going to class and not being in our student portal would sort of maybe mean that, but she'd always deny it and say she just had medical issues. Turns out she manipulated us, the university and her friends and family into staying illegally at a university she was not attending. I know this was hella long, but hope you enjoyed. Just so you know, we are all okay now and we still don't talk about Bruno. That is so random. I wonder why she put on that whole show about, because that's a lot of work to pretend you go to a school when you don't. Damn, she really is out here finessing people. I have to like clap for her for that because that sounds like a lot of work to finesse so many different people. But also, I'm so sorry because I feel like that was probably so traumatizing for you. I'm like, I'm getting dangerous vibes from this person through this story. Obviously, I don't know the whole situation and how they were, but I feel like that could have gone a very bad way. Who is this person? Does this person even exist? Who knows? Hey, Ava, congrats on the launch of your brand and continuing to find love and happiness in life. That is so nice. You guys are so sweet. Oh my goodness. This is a pretty crazy and straightforward story. Yes. I love me short and sweet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the short stories as well, but you know, good to change it up. I had a professor in college share that she had a pretty traumatic roommate her freshman year of college. She moved into a dorm and her roommate identified as a vampire, literally me. <laughs> literally me the first time I like watched Twilight or the Vampire Diaries. The roommate would keep animal blood in the fridge. <laughs> that is not me. I go, I no longer relate. <laughs> At first I did, now I don't. That is very intense. The roommate then drank the blood regularly as my professor was in the room. Is that safe to do? Drinking animal blood? I feel like that would make you sick. Okay, I am confused and scared. It was pretty intense. She made sure to get a new roommate the following year and get out of that ASAP. Anyway, I know it's short and sweet and you love the Vampire Diaries, so this might make the cut. It did, Queen. It did make the cut because at first I was like, oh my gosh, I literally thought I was going to be a vampire when I was first watching, you know, the Twilight movies when I was reading the books. And then I remember, I remember this so vividly. This is like a deep, dark secret of mine and I'm kind of embarrassed about it because when I first watched The Vampire Diaries, I must have been, oh, maybe like eighth, ninth grade. Okay, that was definitely like six, seven years ago that this happened, but I remember watching The Vampire Diaries for the first time and I literally was convinced that vampires were real and I could like do something to become one because I was like, I want to compel people. I want to have strength speed. I want to be what Damon Salvatore needs me to be. And I just remember looking up on <laughs> the internet. I go, I was on the dark web. No, I was just looking up on the internet different. This is going to sound really dark and scary, but like I would look up different types of rituals that I could do to make me into a vampire. It was really scary. I didn't go through with anything, but I remember reading this one scary like maybe it was on reddit or something but someone was saying how you have to sacrifice someone's blood and drink it i don't know that i never i go i obviously never did that shit but i really thought that i could be a vampire and i thought they were real and it was very upsetting maybe this was more than six or seven years ago because was i that dumb at the age of 15 like did i actually think vampires could be real maybe i was just so captivated watching vampire diaries for the first time i was willing to do anything to become that and now i feel like i'm dumping all of my secrets on you but basically nothing ever came of it i got scared away <laughs> so at first i was really relating to this story because i was like hey I thought I was gonna be a vampire too, but the animal blood and drinking it, no. Takes it to a next level, you're done, you're canceled. That's scary. Hey Ava, boy, do I have a story for you. But before I start, I just wanna quickly say that I love you and the podcast so much. All of your content brings me so much joy every week. 
See, oh, this is why I love what I do. I love what I do. I truly do. You guys are the freaking best. So it was my first year of university and my roommate had gone out to a party and had quite a bit to drink. She came back. We both went to bed and everything was normal. Then I wake up in the middle of the night because I start hearing a noise like someone was trying to open our door. I sat up and was like, what is going on? And I turn on my phone flashlight to see my drunk roommate trying to open our door to get out of the room and I guess to go to the bathroom. I start saying her name and telling her I'll get up and open it for her, but I swear this this girl was in like some type of trance state and was completely unaware of me. So I start to get up and then all of a sudden I hear a stream of water. Ooh. <laughs> I was so confused. I look up and see my roommate just standing over our garbage bin peeing into it. Oh... Oh no. I was genuinely speechless. Our bathroom was literally right outside our door, but somehow this girl could just not figure out how to open a door handle. Hey, when you're drunk, it'd be like that. <laughs> so anyway, I just sat there in shock as she peed. She casually pulled up her pants and then went right back to bed as if nothing happened. The next morning, I had to awkwardly tell her what she did and tell her that she needs to take out our garbage bin because there's pee in it. We never talked about it again after that, lol hope you enjoyed this story what's funny to me is that she didn't hear you she was in like a dream trance but maybe at the end of the day maybe she thought maybe she thought the garbage bin maybe she thought she made it to like the urinal i don't know why she'd be using a urinal <laughs> but i i guess me trying to look on the bright side at least she didn't piss on the floor <laughs> at least she didn't pee on the floor because uh, that would be way worse. You know, at least she still had the decency to do it in the garbage bin. But yeah, I could see how that would be traumatizing. <laughs> hey, Ava, I love how you include your listeners in these episodes. It makes it so much more personal when I listen and I appreciate that so much. So I used to go to a Christian college and the pastor's granddaughter was my roommate. As an Afro-Caribbean individual, we use oils and stuff in our hair, but keep them in recycled rum bottles so there's less waste. One night I was doing my night routine and was putting some on, then left the room to grab something. I came back and she was sitting on her bed with the bottle in hand and starts throwing all these questions at me, demanding me to explain. Long story short, I got suspended for a week after she reported me for having alcohol when it was actually hair oil. Looking back on it now, it's hilarious, but in the moment I wanted to strangle her. Oh my gosh, did they not believe you when you told them it was hair oil? Second of all, your roommate is a snitch, but also it's the pastor's granddaughter. Are we surprised? I'm sorry, but no, I'm not surprised. I can't believe you actually got suspended for that. I mean, if it was actually alcohol, I get it because you're at a Christian university, but the fact that my queen, you weren't even guilty. Oh, I can't believe you still got suspended. Dang. I honestly, I have so many questions about Christian colleges because I went to a private school growing up from preschool to fifth grade. So I remember how strict all the rules were and I just remember all of the different things that we had to abide by and listen to. I remember so vividly, this is how, I don't wanna say crazy, but it was, it was pretty strict. I mean, here, here's the thing. This is the one thing I'm like, I don't know how any of this relate is like something bad, but I remember getting in trouble from our principal because my socks were not showing. <laughs> we literally, one of the rules was you had to wear socks that were like like crew socks, not just ankle socks. And I guess I wore ankle socks that day and they were slipping down so you couldn't see my socks. And I got in trouble from the principal after flag pledge and he caught me having no show socks or whatever. And I was traumatized. And looking back, I'm like, what? In what way does this correlate? <laughs> Why is this a rule? Oh my gosh, I have so many crazy stories from my private school days. We're not gonna talk about it right now, but that just brought up some memories. So I hope your college experience was good and I'm glad that you made it out even after being suspended for a week for something you weren't even guilty of. Ugh, that sucks. Hi Ava, love your pod and love your little sun tattoo. Ah, why am I screaming? <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, thank you because I'm obsessed with this little tattoo. If you don't know, I recently got a sun tattoo on my right wrist and it hits super hard. I was really nervous. Well, I wasn't nervous about getting it, but it was just such a spur of the moment thing that I was like, oh my gosh, what if I regret this? 
<laughs> but I don't. I'm obsessed. So thank you. Your vibe is unmatched and also can't wait for you to get back into your book reading era. I kind of am. Need to update you guys on that because I am getting back into my reading era. My attention span is absolutely shot, but I'm fixing it. And right now I'm reading Family of Liars. It's the We Were Liars sequel prequel and it's really really good so far anyway let's get into the story okay story time i'm out of college now but when i was getting ready to start college i was in need of a roommate to live on campus my plan was to just fill out a random roommate form and have my college match with me whoever i was like basically you fill out a form and they match you with someone who fills it out similarly to you a random girl that i didn't know dm'd me on instagram saying that we have a mutual friend and wondered if i would want to be her roommate since we kind of knew of each other weird our mutual friend that she was talking about was someone i didn't like so i figured if i didn't like our mutual friend i probably wouldn't like this girl either so i messaged her back saying sorry i had already filled out the random roommate form and was just going to wait and see who the college paired me up with well like three weeks go by and i get an email from the college with the name of the roommate that they had matched me up with it was the same girl who had messaged me awkward we ended up becoming best friends after three days of living together i ended up finding out she didn't like our mutual friend either she still my bff was in my wedding and we had the best time being roommates all throughout college yay to happy endings oh my gosh girl this wasn't a crazy story you got lucky queen i'm glad that everything worked out but i guess the crazy part was that of course you would match with her out of all the other hundreds of people you would have matched with of course you match with the person who you rejected but I'm glad it worked out for you because you deserve it. Hi, Ava. Love the podcast and have been a fan of your YouTube for years. I feel like I've grown up with you. That is my favorite thing to hear. I'm so glad you are still here. Thanks for sticking around. Let's get into it because this is a little bit of a long one. I will try to condense it. So my freshman year of college, I got a sort of random roommate off of roommate site we had for school. Little did I know she was going to be an absolute control freak. I'm a pretty relaxed person and I'm very considerate of other people. I'm a people pleaser, lol. So we had been at school for not even a week and my roommate says, we need to talk. She sits me down and is literally talking down to me. She is on her raised bed and I'm sitting on the floor. I don't like that. <laughs> and she goes on to tell me that she made a physical list with her mom of things she wants me to do and stop doing. She wanted me to be at home at a certain time every day, in bed at a certain time, shower at a certain time, and hang out with her a specific number of times a week. So she, basically, she's trying to be your mother. <laughs> basically, she is adopting you and trying to make you her daughter. Okay, interesting. Now, some of this would be reasonable, I guess, if I was staying out all hours of the night and being super inconsiderate of her, but I wasn't. I was maybe getting home at midnight sometimes and I was always super quiet. I worked until midnight sometimes, so I couldn't help it if I got back a little late. Also, it's college and she's not my mom, so I feel like this was all a little bit much. Me being the people pleaser I am, I just went along with what she said a little bit because I didn't have much confidence back then. If it were now, I would very much speak up for myself and tell her that's crazy. Somehow I got stuck with this girl for three more years, so this isn't even half of the craziness. For time's sake, I will leave you with just this. I will send more if you do another podcast like this. Love you and hope you enjoyed reading. Okay, my question here, my main question, how did you live with her for three more years? Because that dynamic, oh I feel like you go to college to literally get away from, you know, have freedom, not her treating you like a prisoner. <laughs> that, oh, I don't know how you stayed. That just feels like a toxic relationship. But I guess, I don't know if you didn't have a choice in living with her again, but that's insane. I'm so curious to see how that played out for the rest of your years. But I, oh my gosh, if that was me and someone was trying to control my life, even if it's someone I'm close to or like a family member or a partner, whatever, maybe, I mean, even then it's like, no one can control what you do, nor should they try. But it's just the fact that she's literally just your roommate you guys weren't even friends that is insane and i kind of feel bad for her future partner <laughs> because if she wants to have a partner one day because well you know what maybe someone might like that some people like that i don't know hi ava so my roommate basically catfished me we met on a facebook rooming group and we seemed to like the exact same things traveling taking photos etc as the semester progresses she starts doing small things that would irk me she judged me every time eating donuts whoa saying i can't believe you eat like that oh oregano you're getting punched in the face if someone says that while well, you're literally enjoying dessert okay 
Or if classes got too much, I would have to eat dinner at 10 p.m. and she could not get over how messy my schedule is, which anyone who is a normal college student knows it can be like that. Her friends also pointed out (laughs) my off-brand hydro flask and said, that's poverty. Okay, that's actually mean. The off-brand hydro flasks, first of all, they're cheaper. Save your coin queen. And second of all, I know there's some that work just the same. That's really intense. Not them calling that poverty. You're just smart anyway. But lastly, every Thursday, I couldn't come back into my room because it was wine night with her friends. Why couldn't I join? No clue. I'm assuming she didn't like me at this point. I was so nice to her and let her walk all over me. I would be kicked out waiting in the lobby until 3 a.m. Anyway, these things made me hate being at my school to where I wanted to transfer. On my last day of school, I noticed she had half a bottle of Tito's vodka in her fridge along with a bottle of kombucha she had sitting for months. It was extremely gloopy, chunky, and smelled like rotten eggs. Ooh. So for my subtle revenge, I poured the kombucha <laughs> in her Tito's so she could enjoy her last Thursday night with her friends. I'm sure there are worse stories, but everyone listening, please be mindful of your roommates and your comments. Thankfully, I moved from Michigan to California and never have to see her again. What really sends me is that she was like, I'm sorry, I know you also live here. And half of this place is yours, but you're not allowed to be here Thursday nights because I'm with my friends. That is crazy. Did she lock you out? Wait, I'm like looking back. Did she lock you out? No, she just said she weren't allowed to join them. Okay, I would have like busted through that door, but that's pretty intense. That's really intense. Reading these stories now, I'm like actually trying to put myself in these situations. How do you go about this? Because, you know, I'm sitting behind a screen here. I'm just sitting alone in my room being like, I would totally clap back or I would have done this. And I know damn well, I would not have the nerve (laughs) if I was like actually in these situations. So, you know, it's easy to be a warrior when you're not actually in the situation. Cause I don't know what I'd actually do if I was genuinely in these situations. Dang. Hi Ava, love you and the podcast so much. You've been absolutely killing it with the content this year. My roommate horror story is short and sweet. But in retrospect, maybe I was in the wrong here. I don't know. Ooh, okay. We'll be the judge of that. (laughs) Anyway, my freshman year of college, I was living in a dorm with two other girls, three beds in one room. And I was the only one who cleaned the communal space because no one else would help. After months of asking them to please do some chores, I staged a protest. Okay, queen. I stopped taking out the trash, stopped vacuuming, stopped wiping down surfaces, etc. to see if they would pick up their slack. Ava, please, I'm begging you, guess how long it took for these girls to cave in and finally take out the trash. Oh God. Spoiler alert, they never did. After 34 days, yes, over a month, I finally caved because there were literal flies and mold growing in our trash cans. (gasps) Our dorm room smelled so bad that other girls who lived in our hall started leaving notes on our door complaining about the smell and I couldn't live like that anymore, so I broke down. I remember there was a slice of pizza on top of one of the trash cans that had been there for a week when I finally threw it out. Safe to say I did not live with them ever again. Hope you enjoyed this extremely stinky story. I could never. That is not, well, you know, I mean, hey, the fact that you did a protest for 34 days, I mean, I I could not last that long. That is a long time though, to not take out the trash and clean. That That is like my biggest worry if I had ever had, if I ever had to live with roommates, I was like, holy shit, I'm kind of like a clean freak just because that's how I was raised. You know, given everyone was raised differently, some people clean more or less, But when you live with roommates, I feel like there's an etiquette. You don't have to be the most clean person in the world, but like pick up your own stuff. Don't make someone else do your dirty dishes or whatever. Like you have to pick up your own share and like split up chores, whatever. I would literally go crazy if I was stuck with people like that. I don't know how you did it. You literally were the cleaning lady for the whole roommates, for all the roommates, and you didn't even get paid. I don't know about other people, Because I know there's people out there like that who, you know, don't clean super often. But there's like a difference between being a messy person and dirty, you know, because being messy is normal and we're all messy sometimes. But like when things get actually dirty and truly nasty and gross, that, mm, what do you do in those situations? That would be my worst fear. Because on one hand, you don't want to literally just be their maid 
because that's not fair to you, especially if they're not doing anything for you in return of that. But also it's like, that's not fair for you to do all the work, but you also want it to be clean. Ugh, that's such a sticky, literally, situation. And I cannot believe you lived in that room with that smell for 34 days. You're a true warrior. One morning, I woke up and walked out of my room. My other roommate, aka my best friend, was sitting at the counter eating breakfast. On the other end of the counter, right in front of me, was my roommate's... (laughs) Whoa. Soaking wet, bloody underwear that she had bled through, soaked in our kitchen sink, and left it on our kitchen counter all night. My best friend and I were so mad. Wait, okay. Okay, so they have a third roommate. So this is the third roommate's underwear. When my room roommate woke up and walked out of our room and realized she left it in the counter, she grabbed it right away, knowing that we had seen it, but didn't say anything. (gasps) Uh, Not the kitchen sink. Isn't that something you do in like the bathroom sink? Well, I guess in college you, you like share a bathroom, right? Sometimes. I don't know. I don't know if you're like in a true college dorm where you share or you're in an apartment. But like, why would you do that in the kitchen sink? Because now you need to like disinfect the shit out of everything. I go, girl queen, there's never shame in like bleeding through something or, you know, we're not shaming anyone for having a period here, but it's just like the etiquette. If you bleed through something, don't leave it out (laughs) for other people to see because now that's a biohazard. Okay, this is the last one I'm going to read. And this one is titled quite possibly the craziest roommate story you might ever read. And this one's a long one. So... Sit down, buckle up, let's get into it. Hi Ava, I've been meaning to send in a story for one of these episodes and I think this is the perfect one because I have a pretty crazy roommate story from this past year. Okay, so the trauma is fresh, let's get into it. (laughs) A few details to set the scene. I'm about to go into my sophomore year of college now, so I'll be living in an apartment off campus, but during my freshman year, I lived in a dorm on campus. I met my roommate, let's call her M, through one of those Facebook college groups, but I also initially met her through the girl I was planning on rooming with first because they were childhood friends. Honestly, we got along really well and we're actually still friends now, but she still doesn't know that I know about what went down in this story. Basically, towards the end of freshman year, I started to go out during the weekends, less mainly because of finals, but also because I'm an ambivert and sometimes prefer to stay in. M was very extroverted and always down to spend a night out. This specific night, she went out with friends and didn't make it back to our dorm until late and I had already went to bed. I remember slightly waking up to her coming back to the dorm though and she was whispering to someone which was weird because I knew she usually tried to be quiet when she saw that I was asleep. I drifted back off to sleep, but maybe about 15 minutes later, woke up to some weird noises. My bed was against one of the walls and I was turned on my side so that my back was facing M and I couldn't open my eyes to see what was going on, but I could immediately tell that she was hooking up with someone just by the noises. Uh, No. I also opened my eyes to orient myself and of course the LED lights were red too. Oh God, that's how you know. If you see someone's red lights on, oh God, some shit's going down. I would be so traumatized if this were happening. Okay. For the record, I'm not a light sleeper, but I'm also not a heavy sleeper. I guess she assumed I wouldn't wake up during any of this, but of course this time I did. After I realized what was happening, I really didn't know what to do because I was uncomfortable and confused. I wanted to just go back to sleep and ignore it in the moment because I felt that getting up and confronting them right then and there would be way more difficult and awkward for all of us. Okay, true. I feel like that would just be (laughs) even more weird. So I forced myself to close my eyes Oh God. And somehow I ended up falling asleep again while my roommate was having sex across the room from me. Somehow typing that out right now and reading it back makes me truly realize how horrible that sounds. Oh God. You know, I've heard so many stories like this, which is crazy where someone has a roommate and you know, in typical dorm situations, you're sharing one room. There's not like a bedroom door. You don't have separate rooms. You're in one room. You're like five feet across. You guys are five feet apart, okay? And I've just heard so many stories of the roommate bringing someone over and having sex with them while they think their roommate is asleep. I've also heard stories of roommates having sex with someone even though they know their roommate is not asleep. (laughs) I don't know what's worse. That is so uncomfortable. I guess in college, people do not care. They're like, I'm sorry, I have to do what needs to be done. But like... Come on. Oh, I don't know the etiquette in these situations. I feel like people just go apeshit wild in college because, you know, they're away from home, whatever. But that would leave me actually traumatized. (laughs) 
Okay, there's more, so we're gonna keep reading. The next morning, I had set an alarm but didn't hear it and ended up waking up late. Turns out, M woke up when the alarm went off and turned it off because she wanted the guy to leave before I woke up, but they needed more time. I wasn't late for anything important, but I was annoyed by that because I had wanted to get up earlier. Usually, M would tell me about her weekend, so I was expecting a recap since it was now Sunday, but I wasn't sure whether to confront her or ignore it, so I ended up leaving the room and not coming back until later that evening. She did end up telling me about the night and the fact that a guy had walked her back and stayed the night in our dorm too, but omitted the details of the fact that they also had sex before he just slept over. I still to this day haven't confronted her about it and I had also never told her that I knew even when she told how he stayed the night, which now looking back, I honestly should have. Now I feel like it's too late, but I don't know. We have a lot of mutual friends and our friend group are pretty intertwined as well, so I don't want to make anything awkward or weird. I just think that it's not fair that I know that she did something like that and no one else does. Everyone else views her as a super sweet, great person, which she is at the same time, but hooking up with a guy while I was sleeping, not the most considerate or respectful thing to do, but I just can't get over the fact that she did this and lied to me about it, especially because there have been multiple times where I've left the room when she's told me she's bringing a guy over before. See, I feel like that is the best etiquette to be like, hey, I have someone coming over, maybe stay with a friend. I don't know. I feel like that crosses like some weird boundaries when you're like doing that with someone and someone's in the room that's not cool. So I agree with you there. That would make me super uncomfortable and I would be traumatized. Anyway, that's my crazy roommate story. I know this isn't exactly an advice episode, but could use some words of wisdom on this whole situation still. I hope you enjoyed reading this. Girl, reading this made me realize, honestly, this is going to sound so like <laughs> conceited, but this entry specifically made me happy that I live alone for this reason, because I know people out there are wild these days. And like I said, this is not the first story I've heard of that, but it's still shocking that people could do that because, you know, realistically, say you're really in the mood, okay? And all you wanna do is like that, you know? Okay, we get it. But also to completely cross a big fat line and boundary when you have a roommate, that would, I feel like, stop everything right then and there, no matter how bad you wanna get saucy with this person, you know, even if the tensions are high, that's all you want to do. I feel like, <laughs> wouldn't that stop you? Like, do people not have boundaries these days? Cause that would like kill the mood. I feel like, right. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like you are totally valid in your feelings. That would leave me very uncomfortable and uh, it's just weird. I don't know if I would say anything at this point, but maybe, I don't know. I feel like maybe in the future, if Maybe in the future, I would probably be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe just say something like, hey, if you're ever going to bring someone back here, I don't want to be in the room when that goes down. Or can you not do that here? Please respect that. Oh, because that's just so weird. Damn. This episode really made me realize that people do be crazy in college and you definitely are going to come across a lot of interesting people to say the least. But I guess on the bright side, now you all have really great and fun stories to share. So I'm honored that you shared them here on the On My Mind podcast. To anyone listening who is going into college, who is moving away for the first time, going to live in a dorm or in an apartment with roommates. Like I said, I feel like these situations are more few and far between than the good ones are because, you know, there's some amazing roommate stories out there. So I hope this episode didn't scare you too much. Hopefully just provided some entertainment. To anyone who wrote in, I hope that you guys are doing well because a lot of these stories were very traumatizing. I can't imagine actually living through them. But again, thank you for sharing them with the podcast. I hope you guys had fun listening to them. I had so much fun reading them. Let me know on the latest podcast Instagram post. The Instagram is at my mind pod. Let me know what kind of other college related episodes you guys would like me to do. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Make sure you do something nice for yourself today, whether that is treating yourself to a little dessert that you like, maybe to your favorite food, going outside, going on a walk, do something nice for yourself today. And that was all of the crazy roommate stories on your mind. 